This is the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jessica Mikowski, mindset coach and plant-powered athlete on a mission to guide all who are ready to great heights in sports performance and life. Through the 10,000-foot view, I share teachings of living awake with the sole purpose that we all realize our innate power to be the masters of our minds. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. So the other day after meditation, I started journaling about like habits and it just hit me. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of speaking from ignorance because honestly, I've never read any of the books out there on habits. I just haven't. And it came to me the other day why, why I don't read about books about habits. Because we are masters at creating habits. We're so good at creating habits. And it doesn't matter if we understand why we create habits. I mean, it might help a little bit to have the why behind things, but it really it really doesn't matter. There's so many habits that we've created. I mean, isn't everything we do like a habit almost? I mean, and there's so many that are good, right? Brushing our teeth and loving our kids and going to the grocery store and putting gas in the tank and we're amazing at creating habits. Where I think we get tripped up is, one, we're not aware that everything is a habit, like that we created it. And if we created it, that means we can not only create any habit we want, but we can we can stop feeding that one and we can end its creation, right? And we could create another habit. And then the second piece is like, okay, so we're masters of habit, right? But are we masters of habit that drive us in the direction that we desire? The goals that we want to achieve, the pace that we want to hit, um, the, you know, the life that we want to live, the family we want to have, the money we want to have in the bank, like whatever that is, are we creating habits that feed those so that they're just always in this um, this stream of flow, which is really what we what we want. So if there's things that we want in our life, but we've got habits of behavior that move us in the opposite direction, we're just never going to achieve those things that we want. It's just, I mean, maybe, yeah, I guess so, right? Anything is possible. There's the hard way, the heavy way, and then there's the easy way or the light way. And the light way is not without challenge. It's just, it's a lot less effort in the end. And the fact is, is that our bodies are organizing towards health all the time, like their most natural state is homeostasis, so it's going to make our body function better. And then the natural state of our mind is rest, like our true higher mind, it's stillness, it's rest. And, you know, that's the, that's the intent when we sit in meditation is to get into concert with our higher mind that is that that stillness, that unshakability that just looks at everything that we do with such neutrality. Like there's no beating ourselves up because of a habit that we have. Like there's no punishment in the higher mind. There just isn't. It's like, okay, everything you've done has brought you to here. You've decided not to stay the same. So we got to look at this habit. Here it is. This is what it feels like when the impulse comes up where you're going to perpetuate the habit. And so what do we do? 
we practice not responding to those impulses. Like this is practical guidance here that you can put into work. So if you've identified something that you don't want to continue in your life, you can first practice being aware, and then you can practice interrupting the process by not feeding the impulse. And so how do you not feed the impulse? You don't feed the impulse by, you got to interrupt it, right? You got to interrupt it with something else. Typically, the it goes impulse and then your reaction, right? Like you're already in it. So I equate this to drinking um, wine. I used to drink like three glasses of wine a night. Yeah, it started with one glass and I used to write that on my doctor's you know, intake form all the time. And I remember one day I was like, that's it. I'm not lying anymore. So I put three glasses and that brought this level of truth to it. I wasn't in judgment of it. I actually liked it, but I can remember more than a couple nights of having a little bit of a teeter before bed brushing my teeth. I mean, truth be told, three glasses of wine, I'm not a very big person. Like, that was a lot. Um, I can't even imagine. I'd probably throw up if I had that kind of wine now in my in my body. But it worked back then, but then I recognized I recognized the habit, and I was really getting into my meditation practice at the time. And it's so funny because I came into meditation saying like, I don't want to give up my wine. I'm not going to give up swearing and a couple other bargains and deals that I made um, when I agreed to start meditating, when I committed to sit. Here I was wanting to be clear. There was just this higher drive to be clear and feel rested for my meditations in the morning. And that began to outweigh the wine. And so I interrupted the process. And the first was just noticing like how fast that first glass of wine went down. Like that was such a habit. I didn't even taste it. I was on like total autopilot. So I started to slow that down. I started to also smell the wine. And some days I I noticed that it would smell poisony and some days it would smell absolutely delicious. And then I would put the wine, like I would put it up on the breakfast bar and I would just let it be there. A couple other things I did was like I poured smaller glasses. Um, I would sip it. I, I took an extreme amount of mindfulness in with it. I like felt it in my mouth and down my throat and I noticed if it burned and like, was that good? Did I want that? And I just really interrupted the process by bringing my awareness to inquiry about what I was doing. So I was really practicing uh, mindfulness. Now, you can go into that or you can just go into something super neutral like the breath where you're just breathing, right? So here's where you want to feel your feet and your shoes and breathe, breathe through the impulse. Like what is the truth of the impulse? The truth of the impulse is like it's temporary relief. It's just temporary relief versus the life you desire, right? Versus creating another habit which becomes easier for you to be more powerful, more I don't know, abundant, more grateful, more healthy, uh, more loving in this life. So that I think is the ultimate reward, but it's you we have to be strong enough to be through the temporary, you know, we need to not choose that temporary relief. So the breath is the perfect tool, you know, it's tied into our nervous system. It's the greatest interface there. It will help to balance the nervous system. And as we calm the nervous system, right, we're going to start secreting different chemicals from the brain. The parasympathetic nervous system is going to go up. The immune response from the sympathetic nervous system is going to start to go down. And we are going to have a different vibration. We're going to have a more peaceful vibration, a more calm vibration in that moment. And that's a much easier moment to choose away from the habit that we've been practicing that we don't want to practice anymore. So... 
Um, yeah, we're masters of habit. I hope this was helpful. Of course, always drop a message or uh, anything, comment. If you're liking the show, like leave a review on anywhere you listen. That'd be super cool. Like it would be really cool for a lot of athletes to listen to this. And I know it's, I know it's not your typical mind training, but it's living awake. It really is enlightenment as the path to optimal performance. And that's mastery. So, all right. Thanks for hanging with me for another episode. Peace out.